Welcome back to the Airport Road Podcast, um, presented by Logitech Media and sponsored by Avid Apparel. Now we're coming straight from our homes for this podcast and this episode, and actually is kind of an excuse of why we didn't have a podcast go up last week is because of the rise of COVID cases around the U.S., especially in the New Mexico area and the Colorado area. So we've all had our scares with COVID. Now, I'm joined here with Stepan and my co-host, AJ, obviously, Stepan, filling in for uh, Jake Neverizzi. So, yeah. <laughs> so Stepan is our head political editor at La Tunique. Yeah, Stepan, tell us about your uh, tell about about your uh, COVID experience. Yeah, it got have, me. Have you? Yeah. The the Rona it got me. Um, no, so my my roommate had had gone to a small Halloween gathering on Halloween. And, uh, you know, sure enough, somebody there was positive and, and we ended up, uh, so I lived with two roommates and all three of us got just taken out for about a week. And, and quite honestly, um, you know, we've, we've been talking about this a lot. You know, we feel very fortunate that it wasn't that bad, honestly. You know, almost a quarter of a million people have died either directly uh, from COVID or due to complications from COVID. So right. it's, you know, it's kind of count, counting our lucky stars here that it was. So forgive me if I'm off base for off base for a little bit. And if I'm being an asshole, step in. So you didn't go to a party <laughs> or anything like that, right? You've been, I'm assuming you've been pretty no. careful about this whole thing. See, that's yeah. what sucks. People are out here living their normal lives like nothing's going on. And they're, it's, it's getting to people like you who are just trying to do your best to stay in home. You know, I mean. Not trying to talk shit against your roommates, but that's what's frustrating. <laughs> that's what's really frustrating about this entire thing, you know? Yeah. Because that's, I mean, yeah. again, I'm sorry for being an asshole, but that's just irresponsible. I mean, especially, like, for Halloween parties, we kind of all knew it was going to happen. We all knew it was going to come that, that that could be, you know, a good wave. Forgive me. Now <laughs> bring him in. We got a fourth person here. Hey man, um, part of the territory. But, but are do you still have it, <laughs> or are you over it? I mean, uh, technically, yes. Yeah, I I should. I'll be quarantining for uh, at least another week, and then after that, I can, you know, start going to the store and and all that kind of stuff. But as of now, it's just strict home quarantine. Has it affected your work in any way? Uh, not really. I took off like a couple hours, and that was that was pretty much it. Uh, my my boss has been pretty understanding, so um, fortunately, it's not really interfered at all. See, that's good. It's good. <clears throat> well, yeah. What, what were your guys' experiences? Yeah, me and AJ have had pretty much the same, pretty much similar experience, right? So mine was um, my. Um, my girlfriend had a coworker that contracted it and uh, they had been working together. So, you know, what is that called? Indirectly exposed is what happened to me. So, but the, it's crazy because like when she called me and told me like I had to work that day, like all of a sudden I like started feeling sick. I was like, Oh shit. Like, this is it. This is it for me. <laughs> so like, I called the boss. He told me to stay home. And yeah, it was just like, like I was legitimately terrified. I was like, holy you, shit. They took you off the schedule for the week. That's what sucked. Like a week's worth of pay for a lot of people. Yeah, two well, days, two weeks, whatever it's supposed to be. Look, that disc. Yeah. Be yeah, luckily I got my okay. test results on Wednesday and or Tuesday night. So I only missed like three days of work. But yeah, it was terrifying knowing like, un, like within that unknowing, I was like, am I going to be able to work? Am I going to be able to do this and that? Like... I was like, I was with AJ on Monday and Tuesday, and I was like, I hope I didn't like do any like somehow something happened. So there's a lot of thinking. But you were able to get I, tested like almost right away, right? No, yeah, I got tested right away. Whereas AJ, you've had a much different experience. No, so I got called on Friday. I was already at work. At, at I only work with it's me and my boss in an, in like a small little office. So. Got my call from my other job that, yeah, one of the people that I work with um, tested positive. 
and it was it pissed me off because my main boss wouldn't tell me he says someone you may have worked with tested positive and i was like can you tell me who it is so i can know for sure if it, if i was with that person or if i was around them and he couldn't tell me so i had to call my other boss this guy who was <laughs> you know able to give me confirmation but i thought that was kind of bullshit that they wouldn't even tell me who it was Sure enough, it was. Is that like a legal thing, or is it? No, I don't know. I think he was just trying to be like not scare you. Yeah, he probably was trying to be discreet, didn't want to like embarrass the person. But yeah, because I actually, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say at the end of the day, I need to know if it was somebody I was around or not. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it was like one of those things because um, I, you know, he's definitely looking out for the other person. Not in a bad way, just it kind of comes across kind of bad, but just to like, be like, a person's got it, we're not going to be naming who and put them in the spotlight, but so the way I found out was from a family member of hers, and they were like, hey, don't tell anybody, and I was like, okay, for sure. I'll let the, I'll let the head head honcho do that, you know, and then I told AJ, and I was trying to mess with him, be like, it. Oh, no, wait, that was uh, when we run back in the lockdown, actually. <laughs> yeah, so I guess yes. it's okay because we're going to we're closed down for two more weeks anyway. So I was already going to not be working for the next couple weeks. So not having to go in for work for the potential of having it didn't affect me because I was already not going to go in. But immediately, you know, I told my other boss that I was with and he, he left. He pulled out the Lysol, sprayed everything down and went home. Wow. So I just stayed, you know, in the office by myself. But... I've called probably 16 places to try to get tested, and I cannot get in. I finally found a place that'll take me tomorrow morning, and I should be able to get tested and be good. But that happened Friday. I called all Friday, all yesterday. I had an appointment, and I, I walked in, and they um, pissed me off. They said something about my insurance. There, it was like a private place. They, you know, I, they said it was a COVID testing center, so I went and applied online. I've got the schedule. They asked for my reason, my name, you know, my date of birth. They gave all that, and I got there and shit, my insurance. I was like, well, I thought it was free, but you know, whatever. Here's my insurance. Shit, oh, we don't take that. I was like, I was like, are you serious? I was like, I've been calling all over the place, and she started fucking laughing, dude, and it really pissed me off. And uh, what the she said, she was like, kind of like, she was such a about it, which I get. I'm sure it's super stressful to be working in that field right now. <laughs> But, yeah. like, in my head, I'm like, shit, I'm, like, genuinely afraid. And the same thing as you, kid. Like, I started feeling like shit yesterday. The only thing, yeah. the only symptom that I've kind of had is I've had such a bad headache since Wednesday. And I know that's, like, you know, the thing. But that was before I even found out. But I've just had such a pain in the ass, dude, for getting tested. Like, I've been trying to go. A lot of places are booked out throughout, like, next week. You know, by the time I could get tested... It's already a week out. It takes another week to get your results, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's ridiculous at this point. The, the point that we're at now. Yeah. And people wonder why we're getting locked down again. Yeah. Yeah, no, this this third wave is going to be brutal. There's a, a Ed Young of The Atlantic wrote, like, a really just eye-opening article that is, is kind of outlining what we're in for and you know there's some silver lining like the uh the the medical or the healthcare industry and, and especially uh, like nurses and doctors have gotten really really good at treating it you know so like potentially yeah. there could be less deaths from that but at the same time like there's just so much infections that it's just going to overwhelm the healthcare system but they're already getting to that point right like hospitals <laughs> yeah you're booked they're awful i have um my fiance's 87-year-old auntie just found out she had it. She's gone to the oh. ER twice, and they've turned her away both times. Just because, like, you know, the first time she just went to get tested, or she went because she was scared. And then the second time, she, was, like, had, was having trouble breathing, and they wouldn't didn't take her. Mm. And, like, luckily, she's pretty healthy otherwise. You know, I don't think it's affected her pretty bad. She, like, for being 87, she's in, like, really, really good shape. But it's rough, man. It just sucks. It's getting to the point where, like, easily you know a couple people that have it for the most. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, before yeah. it was kind of like, you know, you get all those people that are like, do you even know anybody who has 
the coronavirus. Got into one oh, yeah, for real. I got one of those arguments with my dad Friday morning. He's like, dude, do you, come on, do you even know anybody who has it? And then she called him six hours later. I was like, hey, asshole, I have to go get tested now because I might have it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's wow. like, you know, uh, let's segue into politics because obviously this has become a, a political issue. You know, wearing a mask has become a political topic nowadays. I mean, everything tied into COVID, which is a legitimate health issue internationally has become a political issue and depending on if you wear a mask or not is your determines your political stance which is fucking absurd right <laughs> so let's segue into politics um like i said last episode was filmed about two weeks ago and we were trying to determine who was going to become come out victorious aj you're the winner i know i said trump <laughs> Little winner, dude. <laughs> well, so, yeah, on, um, depending on who you ask, I was correct, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, let's talk about this, Stepan. Um, you had an article about, was it last week? About yeah, how yeah, you know, last Trump week. wasn't going to be able to basically it was just going to be a sore loser about the whole thing, which you predicted perfectly because obviously he's taking the election to court um, and taking legal proceedings. Mitch McConnell actually backed him up and said he has every right to do that. I mean, you know, it's like kind of like you kind of lost by a big margin. So is it worth it? Like, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the election. We actually haven't had an episode to really talk about it. Well, we try not to get too much into politics, but it's kind of hard at this point, right? Right, yeah. Well, also, it's like one of those things, it's like, it's comedic at some point. You Dude, know? I've been having such a good laugh at Trump on Twitter this week. <laughs> like, fucking guy is such a child, man. I cannot wait until he is out of office, they ban his account... I never have to see that dude again. I know I can mute him and I know I can block him, but that's just, it's not the same satisfaction, you know? Well, so here's, here's what I think is like where we're at right now. We're at a watershed moment for the GOP because they can either, they, they have two options essentially, the way that I see it. They either embrace Trumpism and kind of rally the base that has been, you know, very much motivated by white ethno-nationalism. And in order to do that, if they choose that route, then they're essentially choosing the route of minority rule. Because demographic trends are overwhelmingly against the GOP if they go down that route. If, on the other hand, they decide to diversify and, you know, scooch a little bit to the left and to try to try to pull in more, you know, voters who are college educated, female and, uh, you know, people of color, then, you know, they have to kind of ab ab abandon that like far right ethno-nationalist state that these, you know, the, the, the far right extremists want. But it's, it's up to them, you know, they can either choose to, to try to use these anti-majoritarian governing or uh, uh, principles or institutions like the Senate and the Supreme Court, or they can just come, you know, diversify their coalition and win democratically. So, I mean, that's why it's, 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 it's nice to just go on, on Trump's Twitter and, and laugh at him, but it's, it's kind of fucking scary because what's going to happen in 2024? Do you think he'll, you know, be this is the total watershed. Do you think that it, it, okay. So I know people were making that arguments that come 2024 we're just gonna be put right back in the same predicament but for me if people are still caught up the same way that they're caught up now with that guy and the same kind of ideologies that he's putting out there then that's a bigger problem than him himself you know what i mean like i get it that we hear obama's name still a lot but it's hard for me to non-biasly even like process this in my own head as I'm trying to put it out there. I'm just saying, if 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 we're faced with a lot of the 
Trumpism problems and like a lot of the same shit in 2024. That's a bigger issue than, you know, that's that's a its own issue itself. You know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? Well, if uh, the way I see it, if, if Trump comes back in 2024, that's a gift to the left, essentially, because Trump is, is, first of all, he's not interested in governing, and he is so just short-sighted in his egoism and petulance that, you know, his kicking and screaming, it does not look good, and people, people recognize that. But if we have uh, a person who... <laughs> kind of espouses the same rhetoric and the same ideas, but is a savvy politician, then that's dangerous. Because then you could have someone who's like Duda, Andre Duda in Poland, or a Bolsonaro, or a Duterte in the Philippines. You know, you have these people who are are kind of generally espoused, like, like you know, utilizing a, a similar type of populism, but they're actually like technocratically proficient. So that's that's what scares me. Is you know maybe like a like a Tom Cotton or something who is is more interested in governing, but who holds really similar like you know ethno nationalist mm, ideas. Right. Yeah, it is terrifying. I guess you know it can all get very morbid and depressing. So just gotta take take it with a grain of salt and like you know celebrate the positives. You know at the time. It's been a very, it was a stressful week, stressful last two weeks, I guess it's already been. Um, I went to bed, like, totally, I was defeated myself, I told Kate, I was like, it's over, it's done, I don't even remember what else I said, but I was depressed, man, genuinely, so, I guess it's, you know, like I said, just take the wins now, but seeing, like, the aftermath, and the bitching, and whining, and kicking, and screaming, and the lawsuits everywhere, and the, you know... Ah, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's funny, but it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I've been telling the um, conservatives that I do know, um, who I know only who voted for Trump, I'm like, told, I tell them, you know, it could have been worse. It could have been someone who was like ultra left, ultra liberal. I mean, you get a moderate in office now, okay? Like, it's just the idea. It's not it's, that bad. But that's not. Even it's the bad. idea. But that's not even it for people yeah. that think that way. It's like they're so, in their own minds, they're so oppressed. Like it's everybody's against them at this point. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like it doesn't even matter that, like what you just said, does not matter. It's like the fact that it's not their guy. It's not Trump. You know, the fact that they're not right. going to wave their flags and wear those stupid ass red hats. Like right. that's what it is more so. I mean, that, those will become a symbol, just like the Confederate flag, though. You know, that, that'll that symbolize. Yeah, I mean, but it's like, it's like, you know, uh, being a football fan. You know, let's say the Patriots are Trump and uh, the 49ers are Biden. You know, <laughs> it's like. I had to, I had to put them. I had to use the Patriots, dude. Even though I'm a Patriots fan, I had to use the Patriots because that's the team that, if anybody was a president, the Patriots would be Donald Trump. But anyway, it's like one of those things. It's like who, and my team's gonna win. My team has to win. I don't care who it is. Even if the 49ers have connections with the Patriots somehow, and their buddies on the side, the Patriots have to win. It's like that. It's just how it is. You know, people are invested. So, um, yeah, it's kind of sad to see, but, uh, hey, you know, let's just, I guess we can just wrap up the political topic with, uh, you know, Biden won. That's pretty much it. And hopefully down the line, um, you know, we have some, uh, hopefully down the line, I guess Biden has a better plan for how he deals with, uh, you know, the COVID. Well, he's already released his COVID COVID relief plan, and it's much more in-depth than anything we've done to this point yeah. like he already has yeah hey, I, I have a sorry go ahead oh sorry no you're good go no ahead. i was gonna say uh, i i have a segue into sports mm-hmm. so there was a, a washington post article that referenced a i think it was like a sports psychologist or something like that and he or she had done a study that was saying how like 
throughout the last multiple decades, sports fans have been more reluctant to accept a loss. So they've been more willing to say, oh, this is because of that one call, that one bad call, or because of that one, like, you know, that one moment. So sports fans, yeah, at least in the United States, have become, you know, very similar to how we are as voters today. You know, if our team lost, then it was because there was some foul play. It's just Americans yeah. in general. You know? like, <laughs> yeah. that's all very that prideful. Country sucks hey. ass. Sorry to say AJ, that. Tur- Nah, hey, I'll second that. Anyway, to jump, uh, kind of wrap around, uh, wrap back around to uh, Papa Anton. Uh, remember that time he said, uh, or the refs should get penalized. Remember that refs should be held accountable for the calls that were played into the game. Yep. It's like players get fined, the refs should get fined, you know? You know, I struggle with that yeah. because it is very frustrating when you see refs like deciding the outcomes of the game. I mean, dude, I don't know if you guys have ever refed like for like kids like recreational sports or intramurals or something, but it sucks, dude. It is rough. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, when we when AJ and I when we played intramurals, remember the refs had buddies. Yeah, so the refs were <laughs> frat boys, and they had like their frat boy friends in some of the teams, mm. so some of their calls would go their way. It was blatantly. It was like so like, blatant, dude. It was, like, it was like flag football. And you can't, you're not supposed to like yeah. wrap up or tackle or get too aggressive. And I had a couple plays where like I barely touched the guy and I'd get flagged. And then I've had, there were so many times, dude, I got hit in the nose. I got tackled, like brought down to the floor. Nothing. Nothing at yeah. all. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a bad system where you can have, you know, someone's cronies refing the game. It almost caught Cade to get in a fight, man. Cade stepped up to the game. That's how you know it was bad. Cade gets aggressive. (laughs) The funny thing is, the lady who ran it was like legitimate. Like, she ran it like a mob, dude. Like, you spoke out or said anything, dude. You're sleeping with the fish. You got silenced. Swimming swimming with the fishes. (laughs) But yeah, basically, it was hilarious. And they would make a bad call, and you'd be like, dude, what the fuck? And they'd like, they knew they made a bad call. But they had their, like, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. But, yeah, sports, um, there he is. Bye, Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but, yeah, with sports, have you even kept up with anything? Uh, kind of mm. what's going on? No, not at all. Well, I don't know if we ever talked about it, because this is kind of politically, this is kind of a political, political topic. I don't think we ever talked about it, especially in our podcast in the past, but they added Colin Kaepernick back into Madden. Do you know that? They took him out? They oh. took him out when yeah. he was kneeling, right? In the whole kneeling fiasco, they took him out of the game. And with the whole BLM movement kind of on the rise and, you know, say her name, say his name. Madden this year because me and AJ play it like every weekend. They uh, and we kept we keep up with the updates and everything because on the first episode of our podcast we talked about how Madden sucks. They added him back in the game, kind of like as a solidarity, like we're with you. However, it, no, go for it. Sorry, keep interrupting. Well, I was just gonna say like, however, they removed him in the past because you know the NFL and Roger Goodell was trying to deal. He was trying to deal with the owners and how they perceived it. Viewership, they're losing viewership. Because people who watch football are usually, uh, you know, have that masculinity, hyper-masculinity complex. You know what I mean? Like, keep politics out of sports type of talk. You know what I mean? That's just how it is. They they also, there was a song on the soundtrack, on the game soundtrack, and they, that said his name. And they deleted, they bleeped his name out of that song. They did a a couple, like, you know, stupid things. But when they put him back in there, they, um, they like, overcompensated. They made him, like, (laughs) his overall rating is way better than it should be. And he has any right to be. (laughs) Like, like, what was it? It was in the 80s. It's like 81. It was 81. It's been, like, almost five years since this guy's played can you hear the baby crying in the background? So. <laughs> anyway, so considering that it's been like five years since he's played, 
His last year that he played, he wasn't that great. The fact that they overcompensated and made him that good just pissed a lot of people off. But yeah, which people? Even people that like agreed with him, they're like, okay, like mm-hmm. yeah, he should be playing in the NFL. Yeah. But there's no fucking way this guy yeah. should be sitting at an eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was... people were pissed from each side. Like people who, you know, hate Kaepernick because what he stands for, they hated it. People that stand for Kaepernick hated it because. They're like, this is what you're going to give us? You know, him back in the NFL? I mean, or him back in the Madden video game? Like, this guy's an NFL player. I mean, he's still great shape and everything like that. However, owners won't bring him to the team because it's too much of a um, political situation because that's what it's turned into. You know what I mean? Like, when he didn't stand for the flag, man, did that piss people off. You know? I'll say this, like, I'm a huge Colin Kaepernick supporter. I, you know, I don't see anything wrong whatsoever about kneeling for the flag. But the idea now in 2020, when you see, like, a shitty player starting for any team, and people are like, wow, this guy's playing, and Colin Kaepernick sitting at home. It's like, dude, it's been five years since he's played football. Maybe not that long. Probably about four years. But, like, just, come on. Like, he's not, at this point, he's yeah. not what he was. Last we saw him, he wasn't even that good. Like, at this point in 2020, I don't know if it's more of a football thing or if it's more of just like a, like a talent thing. You know, what I mean? or, or not even distraction thing, but more of a talent thing. So I'm trying to say, that's how I feel. Yeah, and but I'm he, a Colin Kaepernick supporter. Okay, <laughs> I am. I am. Yeah, so, I am. Promise. Yeah, I mean, it's like one of those things. I mean, he did take a team to a Super Bowl. He was a pro bowler, you know what I mean? And, but it's like one of those things that he should still get a shot, you know? I mean, you see, he should get a shot with the Jets. Look at the Jets, for God's sakes. <laughs> but they're trying to lose. That's the difference. Look at the last time they brought in a polarizing figure. Tim Tebow, that backfired on them. Okay. Right. We could go on forever about no, this. No, we could. We could. <laughs> I see what you're saying. And I, I, Wait, are they yeah. trying to lose so they can get like a better draft pick? Yeah, they suck. They've got they've yeah, got rid of yeah. so many good players this offseason. Um, their coach sucks too, though. So don't, you know, that's part of it. But they're, yeah, they're sh- bad. Yeah. And they're ran is by, there, is, they're just a horrible Rand organization. Their owner's kind of a, an asshole, I guess. Who is Is football over? I, no. No. Patriots just, play here in oh. like 30 minutes. Week 10 just happened, so we're like, you know, getting into the thick of things. So. Yeah. Is this the regular football season? Like, did they change the timing at all? They got rid of the preseason. There was no preseason game. So, like, the first couple weeks of football was a little rough to watch for some teams. Um... <clears throat> College football, they that they've they've fucked that season up bad. So they, you know, Why? some conferences were starting on time, some weren't. Uh, the Big Ten was like the big one that they weren't gonna play at all, and then all these other conferences started going, and they like were able, moderately able to do it like successfully. So the Big Ten didn't start until October twenty fourth, I think it was. They started like two months later mm-hmm. than everyone else. But they're still mm-hmm. shooting for that same timeline to make the playoffs. And they gave themselves, when they started versus when the playoffs start, there's like no padding right there for any games to be canceled. You know what I mean? Like in the NFL, they've had to cancel a couple games and they've just been able to switch around like the bye weeks and whatnot. But for the Big Ten, they've already had to cancel a couple games. They gave themselves like no wiggle room to make those games up. You know? And a lot of people think that they did it on purpose because it was, like, the athletic directors. Maybe not even that. It was the higher-ups of the conferences in general. Like, they didn't want to do it. They got proved wrong that it could happen. So they, like, that was kind of their petty way of being, like, making sure it didn't happen, you know? That's the theory. I don't know if that's true. That's what a lot of people think happened. Um, Man, I feel bad for collegiate athletes. This uh, must be awful. It sucks. They... Luckily, I don't think any conferences are doing spring football because that was the initial 
That was the initial plan, and that was just, that was not going to work in any way. That would push too much stuff back. There was, ah, uh, oh God, I forget the team. There was two college teams that were, like, scheduled to play a couple weeks ago. God, what were the teams? They were not good teams, but they, re- they had to reschedule the game. They didn't postpone it because it was, you know, the matchup they just rescheduled for a later year. And they rescheduled it for 2029. I wish I could look it up. I don't know why they rescheduled it nine years out. Like, what the hell is the point what? of that? They know something we don't. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. Yeah. But basketball starting well, hey. soon. Number yeah. one overall pick, yeah. is it LaMelo? It's LaMelo, man. I know what I'm calling it right now. <laughs> I hate that family. <laughs> Speaking of the Ball family, you know, they're uh, big cultural figures. Let's talk about culture. Let's get into it. That was nice. That was nice. Yeah. The Ball family sucks. I'll, I'll agree with you on that. I think we can all agree on that. Um, but, hey, culture. Um, things that are kind of happening out right now is, well, you know, Watsonique had a bunch of album reviews go out today. Or, no, not today. It was last week. And, um, you know, some diving into the Willow, uh, the Wallows, <laughs> the Wallows. You guys listen to the Wallows? Mm. I've dabbled. Okay. So, so the, Wallow, the, the Wallows are an interesting <laughs> band <laughs> because their bassist, I want to say, or their guitar player, I know he's not the lead singer, also is a huge actor. Have you guys ever seen 13 Reasons Why? Dabbled. I've never seen it, but I know it. AJ, it's the main guy. He's in this band. He's in the band. The guy with glasses, whatever his name is. What's his name? Glasses. Wait, are they are they called Wallows? Is it just Wallows? Wallows, yeah. He's uh, the main dude okay. in 13 Reasons Why. Um, He's like the cover child. Yeah, the I know poster who he is. Child. I can see his name. Are you looking that up, Tomas? Yeah. Yeah, I am. What's his name? It's, it's not Dylan O'Brien, right? That's the dude that looks like Dylan O'Brien. Let's see. Yeah, it's not Dylan O'Brien. But he looks like him, right? Kinda. No. Not really. <laughs> nah. It looks like, like, like Mon Dylan Mark Mon Min- Minute. Mark Ron <laughs> We have Dylan Minute, Brandon Lamasters, and Cole Preston. It's the Lamat anyway. Anyway. Yeah. I'll have to look it up. I didn't know he was in a band. Yeah, yeah so sure. uh that show is ridiculous. Super overran its course. You guys never watched it? No, uh, seriously. No. I mean, it's been going on. Uh, they make a joke about every season. They're like, how many times does this chick have to die? You know what I mean? Because it's like well, that's the every thing. season. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. This is, yeah. you know, I'm going to come out and say, did you guys ever watch yeah. that show, Pretty Little Liars? Did you guys ever see the premise? Um, uh, yes. So I watched that show. Not proud to say it whatsoever. Um, dude, that show was probably like seven seasons too long. Like, it was ridiculous. Same same kind of thing. Anyway, sorry. Getting off topic. No, but yeah, it was a review by Kyra Points um, out of Chicago. So shout out. Yeah, it's a great read. Nice. But uh, yeah, the Wallace Fed, they're indie rock. They're really good. Um, would I listen to him like religiously? Probably not. But it's all right. It's good. I guess what the their newest EP it was um, called Remote because I guess they had already written all this material. However, kind of like the same story with everything. Uh, COVID kind of hit, and then they had to make it remote, like how we're doing this podcast. Hence the title Remote. Wow. Yeah. But um, yeah, we have some other reviews as well. Um, we had from a writer, uh, Tom Carlson. He had the album review of by uh, Jake McKelvey and the Countertops. Here's what you do. So when I'm editing these articles, I usually put the music on of the album that they're reviewing in the background so I can kind of get the taste of the direction that they're going with. Um, and I listened to this, and it was a very... Uh, Stepan, help me pronounce this because you know how I am with words, but uh, avant-garde, 
Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? that a good dominion? So, bas- <laughs> so uh, it means uh, basically it's like its own style of art. It's like very unique, you know. They're not really, they're kind of going off a beaten path and trying something different. And um, anyway, it was very uh, uh, Americana, but not a little punk Americana. It was different. That's for sure, but I couldn't even find the album on uh, Spotify. That's how little this band oh, wow. is. They're, they're on uh, Bandcamp, I think. See, yeah. that's, that's awesome. You know, it's you can review, and and there's definitely places for that. But like to review these people who probably don't get as much coverage, I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, for real. In my opinion, sorry if I offend anybody else, but Tom has been the MVP of the culture department. The last couple weeks, he has some <laughs> yeah. great articles. Very no, great yeah, articles. he had the article about uh, contemporary opera. Mm-hmm. Stepan, you check that one out? I did. Yeah, you told me to yeah. check it out. I did. He's, yeah. he's a good writer. It's yeah. good. Great writer. Yeah, I mean that article was so immersive and informative about contemporary opera. I mean stuff that I obviously didn't know about. You know, you know it's a good article when you're learning something new. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah, that's pretty much it for culture. Um, I don't know. What's kind of going on? What's kind of trending right now? Well, did you guys see the riots in D.C. by the uh, Proud Boys, Trump supporters, all those going on? Yeah. No. Well, there's riots, and the news coverage isn't as crazy, um, and there's not as much tear gas. Let me retract that. There's no tear gas or rubber bullets being used. Um, it's ridiculous, dude. It's just stupid. Very, very stupid. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's it just it really I think serves to highlight the you know the difference in in uh, you know the way that law enforcement treats white people versus people of color. You know, it's, it's as I if mean, we needed another reminder. It was pretty telling, like. So it was pretty close to like the first riots not riots the first um, protests that happened back in June like a month or so before you had like those people protesting wearing masks at city halls and getting in guards faces and yelling at them like I mean it's just it came full circle you know those people didn't get punished we see these protests for social injustice get super out of hand and like the police officers are aggressive and now it's going back to okay it's not a big deal for these people. It's mm. it's pisses me off so much, dude. It's so hard to watch, but it is what it is, I guess. It's a sad thing. Yeah. We don't you know what? R.I.P. Alex Trebek, man. Dude. Oh man, yeah. that huge cultural topic. I mean, how long was he doing Jeopardy for? Like. I don't even Forever. want to guess because I don't know. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was, it was a long, it. long time. Well, it was super emotional whenever he so here's, first announced. Yeah. You know? I'm going to I'm gonna throw out a, a, a hot take here. I think he was, like, kind of pretentious. Like, he was, like, a little bit of a, a jerk sometimes. No, 100%. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was. And I don't know if that was like part of the charm to him, but like he would just totally like kind of talk down to, to contestants so and just, you know, he was very smug. He was. He was. No, that's true. That's true. You know, it's a different Dude. generation though, you know? I mean, it's yeah, like totally different smug. generational approach. Right? Yeah, yeah. And that, that probably I mean, was a big thing back in the 80s, 90s when he, you know? Yeah. Do you, yeah if you had your, your ideal, if you could choose, who would you pick to replace Trebek? Mm. Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> you seen that guy run a game? Run a game show on his talk show? Flawless. Uh, you know, I will give him that. I, I'm not a big fan no, of Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> but at the same time, I heard uh, Donald Trump was in the run for it. Are you joking? Swear to God. Swear to God. <laughs> that would be a fitting end. Cannot even yeah. pronounce half of the 
topics that pop up. <laughs> Dude, he could he could get a job, you know, a former president <laughs> as a game a host. He's gonna need one. A former president. Yeah. <laughs> no, that can't be true. I saw people throwing out names, and I oh, you know who actually a lot a lot of people were um, talking about this guy replacing him. I forget his name. The dude that did uh, he was in Star Trek and he did Reading Rainbow. Oh, LeVar Burton. Yes, a lot of people are throwing his name out. Yeah, as it's a, good. Oh. It's a good dude. As a potential it's good thing. dude. I totally forgot. Yeah. About that guy. I didn't even know it was the same guy that was the dude in Star Trek with the things until people were talking. Yeah. About yeah, he also. Oh was no in, way! That guy. Yeah. Yeah, he was in. He was in Roots. You guys know about that show? Heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like slavery, stuff like that. Like twelve. That's like the, the the mini series, right? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, what about speaking of yeah. speaking of people replacing people? What do you guys think about Johnny Depp getting fired from? Harry fucking Potter? bullshit. Okay, so so what's what's the controversy over this? I've seen so much stuff, but I've not seen any actual explanation of that. Well, it's hold so up, Stepan. Guess what? AJ told me the other okay, day. Hold on, hold on. Let's talk about it first before we Dude, discuss that. That blew my mind. It's just disgusting. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Lead, 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 lead the topic, okay. dude. So I'll probably come off a little ignorant because I don't know the full facts, but they were her, him and Amber Heard were married for, you know, not that very long. Then they got divorced. No, they didn't get divorced. Fuck. I don't know the timeline. I think so. And she's an actress, right? Yeah, she's a girl that's mm-hmm. in Aquaman okay. with the red hair. Um, so gotcha. she came out and said that he was like abusive to her and like he was getting ripped online like people were super pissed at him you know telling people to, that he shouldn't be in these movies this movies whatever and this probably spans back to when the first Fantastic Beast movie came out it's probably like five years so anyway comes turns out that she was the abusive one to him like there's all kinds of evidence they caught her on like a recording I don't oh, fuck I wish I knew more about this they caught her on a recording she was the abusive one um, mm. so people started hating her started feeling bad for Johnny Depp he did a uh, you know he was suing some all these different places for defamation because they were saying that he was like an abusive guy whatnot, and he like lost his case for whatever reason but he just got fired and replaced or they're in the process of replacing him yeah they fired him from the Fantastic Beast movies, the Harry Potter movies, one of the biggest franchises. That is, you know, produced by Warner Bros. And like I said, Amber Heard is in Aquaman, which is also a Warner Bros. property. And she wasn't fired from Aquaman 2. She's still on that project. Interesting. I wish I knew more about it. But, Cade, go ahead and tell them what I told you. So apparently, she defecated on his bed. Yeah. In his bed. In his bed. Whoa. Not like sleeping and accidentally, like purposely, like did it. As like a. Well, okay. As like a. Was she like, trying to spite him? Like she or... looked at it. Well, I'm not, I don't know. This is how I'm imagining. <laughs> this is how I'm imagining. <laughs> We're editorializing She's here. like, fuck <laughs> this guy. I'm going to stand up and do my business <laughs> on his fucking bed where he sleeps. Jesus I could be Christ. wrong here, but I've, you know, and I've obviously never seen this. I've, I've heard this, or I've, I've read it on comments, or I think I saw, heard it in a video that I watched, that there are court documents of pictures of it. Like he, he took photographs he took a picture. to prove it, and they're like in court documents as like evidence that she did that shit. So somewhere out there. Isn't that crazy, dude? <laughs> So, I mean, but you got to get like a DNA sample because like what if it was him and he just like took a picture of it and is like trying to frame it on her, you know, like. Yeah. If that's the case. It could be possible. I mean, this two are just <laughs> this should... I need to look this up, but I can't close it because of the screen here. I should have had my laptop here. I want to look this up to get more into it because I don't want to be. I guarantee I'm leaving out so much stuff, but a lot of people are pissed because. You know, at the end of the day, she straight up lied, trying to get him in trouble, trying to ruin his career, saying that he was the abusive one when she was the abusive wow. one. And like I said, they mm-hmm. have they have voice recordings of her where she straight up admitted it. 
And then the fact that he just lost his job from one of the biggest properties out there. Like, Harry Potter is fucking huge. And he was, like, the main villain in that movie. So, I... What do you think was her her rationale for doing that? Like, what would prompt her to go out and say, Johnny Depp is abusing me when she's the abusive one? I mean, she's psycho. She obviously knew she was in the wrong, so she wanted to probably try to switch it against him, you know what I mean? Before it got out that she was the abusive one. You know what I mean? And I think she was even, like, like I said, I really should know more about this before I start putting stuff out there, but fuck it. I think she was even, like, you know, like, hurting herself to make it look like he was doing it like you know scratching and bruising and all this kind of stuff like she was psychotic and it probably started as you know and I'm totally speculating here it probably started as a thing like you know if you don't like he's trying to leave her and if she's like if you don't leave me or if you don't stay with me I'm gonna tell everybody that you abuse me and I'm gonna ruin your career you know and like I said I feel like I heard that somewhere, but I could be speculating. I probably am. For legal purposes, I'll say allegedly that happened. <laughs> I I think as as like uh, you know as a society, we do such a bad job with prioritizing mental health. You know, it's such an afterthought. Like that's yep. there's obviously some some very serious like you know psychological stress going on, and probably for both of them. Yeah. You know, and no doubt. Damn. Yeah. Well, dude, I'm very pissed. All right. They pulled him off. I just want to say that. All right. Yeah, I'm too, actually. But and Depp's a great, great actor. Do you know this dude? What is his name? The guy that they're picking to replace him is not a bad, not a bad choice. I forget his name. Did you ever watch Rogue One, kid? No. Look it up afterwards. He's in there. I forget his name. Fuck. Anyways, it's not a bad choice, but it's not Giant Depp, you know? But, yeah. I mean, I know we're trying to wrap up, and we'll wrap up here soon, mm-hmm. but, you know, Johnny Depp, in my opinion, he never really fit in that franchise. You know, like, at this point, he's so much of a character that, like, for to picture him in the Harry Potter world is just kind of weird, you know? Don't you think, at this point? No, I can, I can agree with that. Um, you know, when first watching Harry Potter, I mean, I didn't know a single actor. I mean, obviously we're younger mm-hmm. at the time, so. But I mean, it was like you knew those characters played by those actors as them. You know, when I see Johnny Depp in Fantastic Beasts, I was like, holy shit! I can't envision that. You see Even though there were some American there? actors that I knew from other pieces, like this was such a bigger project than anything they've ever been in before. But Johnny Depp has been in so many big pictures. I was like, man, this is hard to envision him as this well, person. Because especially, he's our—he's like, at this point in his career, he's notorious for, like, the weird Tim Burton, you know, uh, characters that he plays. That it's so hard to, like, not picture him as Jack Sparrow or the Mad Hatter or fucking Willy Wonka. You know what I mean? Like... Mm-hmm. At this point, people forget. Was he in the first? Uh, what what is it called? Magical Beast? Fantastic Beast. He was Fantastic at the end. Beast. He was at the yeah. end. Yeah. He was um what was the guy's name? Colin Farrell? Like Colin Farrell's character turned into him. So he was uh, in there for like a minute. Um but I mean dude, they had like six movies planned out. Something ridiculous. That were and then this this you know, pushing him out of the movie pushed the production back for the third one or push the release date back a whole year. So can they, I mean, can they take him back or is that just like... You never know. I mean... just too awkward or... Well, you never know because like public outcry is big enough. It could happen. Like that happened with James Gunn. I don't know if you saw when he got fired from Guardians of the Galaxy. Did you ever see about that? Step on? No, not at all. Um... So, James Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, which is like a Disney movie, um, he had like tweets from like 2010, and they were fucking weird. They were bad. Like, you know, he was very much trying to be like an edgy humor type guy, like made jokes about like rape, raping, like being inappropriate with kids, like pretty bad stuff. Uh, But they were obviously humor, like attempts at jokes. They weren't funny, but they were attempts at being funny. And they were 10 years ago. And... They just started circulating, so they fired him. And people were livid. 
and I think it was like around a year like even a lot of the actors were like I'm not gonna be in the third movie which is already scheduled to like holy shit start so you know at the end of the day after the outcry like a year later they brought him back into the to direct the third movie Hmm. but I mean at that point he had already signed on to do Suicide Squad with DC with Warner Bros so they pushed like production of the third Guardians of the Galaxy back like two years which sucks but yeah, they got him back. I mean, if if at this point, if for anything, if public outcry is like loud enough, you can you know can get your way pretty much. People know that too. Yeah, you can you can surmount cancel culture. That's that's pretty crazy. You can fabricate all these election fraud details and evidence if you are loud enough. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so true. Come full circle, Cade. You want to end this off to get to go watch a game? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, thanks for watching. Obviously, you know, thank you, Stepan, for filling in for Jake. We appreciate it. Yeah, John, thanks, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, it's actually cool. I mean, this is the second episode, right? First one being yeah. on video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's actually cool for this episode because we had each department of Latinique here. You know, AJ Sports, uh, Stepan as political uh, editor, and uh, myself as the culture editor. So, yeah, it was a great episode. Um, and make sure to obviously subscribe to our newsletter. We did some couple of changes to the website, so we hope you uh, like him. Um, and we got some uh, better, uh, you know, some cool articles that are coming out right now. We're definitely up in our content creation. So check it out. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, and uh, also Jake's not here, but I'll do the plug for him. Avid, AVXD dot apparel. Follow them on Instagram, and yeah, we appreciate it. And thanks so much. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Peace.